Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news and morning mixtape. It is Tuesday, May 16th, and I'm your host, Mariana Schwitze. Reporting for CJRU, 12, 8 a.m. in Toronto, and here are our top stories from today. As wildfires continue to rage across the province, Alberta orders three new evacuations, with over 19,000 evacuees so far. On to more political news, four by-elections will take place this June to elect new MPs in newly vacant writings. And on international news, Gaza's ceasefire takes effect after five days of deadly fighting. And then, we'll hear from Leila with some tips on how to pause for self-care. With this, let's get to the news. Conditions in Alberta are getting worse as wildfires continue to rage the province. Officials warn that more fires are expected in the days ahead. So far, almost 20,000 residents have been evacuated from their homes in the province. From Saturday to Sunday, the number of evacuees went from 16,500 to 3,000 more evacuees. According to local officials, these evacuees came from three new areas now under evacuation order, including Rainbow Lake, parts of Leduc County, and Sturgeon Lake Cree Nation. Hot, dry conditions have led to what officials are calling an unprecedented early fire season in Alberta. The province remains under a state of emergency with 19 additional states of local emergency, five banned council resolutions, and 14 evacuation orders in place since Sunday. Evacuees have been sent to nine reception centers. Most of them have registered since evacuating, which officials say will make it easier for them to access support and resources. Alberta Wildfire Information Officer Jose Sent Ong said fire risk in the province remains extreme. 87 fires were active in the province on Sunday, 24 of which are rated out of control. More than 521,000 hectares have burned so far this year. Sen Ong said that the province's south is expected to be at a greater fire risk in the coming days. In the borough forest in the north, temperatures in the high 20s with low humidity and winds gusting to 40 km per hour will contribute to fire growth. According to the Edmonton Journal, more than 1,500 Alberta wildland firefighters were at work on Sunday, alongside air tankers and helicopter crews. More than 800 firefighters from other agencies are tackling the blazes, including 200 recent arrivals from Oregon, Montana, Idaho, Washington, South Dakota, and Colorado. The military is also involved. And according to the Weather Network, thick wildfire smoke coming from the western provinces will travel east in the coming days and fill the skies over parts of Ontario, Quebec, and the Maritimes. The amount of smoke produced by the intense fires could potentially lead to health problems for vulnerable people as we progress through the upcoming week. Now, on to politics. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced on Sunday that four by-elections will take place on June 19th to elect new members of parliament in writings that are currently vacant. The by-elections will be held to replace three MPs who have chosen to leave federal politics, including former Liberal Cabinet Minister Marc Gonneau from Notre Dame de Grace, Westmount, in Quebec, Conservative MP Dave McKenzie from Oxford in Ontario, and former Conservative Interim Leader Candace Bergen from Portek Lisgar in Manitoba. A race will also be held to fill the Manitoba seat left vacant by the death 
of former Liberal cabinet minister Jim Carr in the Winnipeg South Centre. According to CBC News, all four seats are generally considered safe districts for the parties who most recently held them. Winnipeg South Centre was the closest contest in the 2021 federal election, with Carr carrying the riding by about 18 percentage points. Another seat, Calgary Heritage, remains vacant with a by-election expected to be called after the conclusion of the Alberta provincial election. And moving on to international news, after days of intense fighting, Israel and Islamic Jihad have agreed to a ceasefire on the Gaza Strip. The ceasefire was scheduled to take effect on Saturday at 10 p.m. local time, and it comes after five days of violence on the Strip that have claimed the lives of at least 35 peoples, almost all of them Palestinians, according to CNN. Rockets continued to be fired from Gaza in the minutes after the ceasefire was supposed to take effect, a CNN producer in the strip heard the fires. More than an hour after the time the ceasefire was due to start, sirens continued to sound in Israel, warning of incoming rocket fire, and the Israel Defense Forces launched more strikes on targets in Gaza minutes after the ceasefire was due to come into effect. According to CNN, a statement from Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office said that the head of Israel's National Security Council, Zaki Hanegbi, thanked Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi this Saturday night and expressed Israel's appreciation for Egypt's efforts to bring about a ceasefire. Hanegbi said Israel's response to the Egyptian initiative means, quote, quiet will be answered quietly, and if Israel is attacked or threatened, it will continue to do everything it needs to do in order to defend itself. Hamas, the militant Palestinian movement that runs the Gaza Strip, issued a statement praising Palestinian resistance factions after the ceasefire appeared to take hold, according to CNN. In a statement, UN Special Coordinator for the Middle East Peace Process, Tor Wenesland, welcomed the ceasefire and urged all sides to observe it. He also said, quote, I look forward to the immediate restoration of humanitarian actions and all social and economic measures to support Palestinian livelihoods in Gaza. The violence this week left at least 33 Palestinians dead in Gaza and at least two people in Israel, an Israeli woman and a Palestinian man from Gaza working in Israel. Well, that was it for me today, and now I'll leave it with Leila for her segment, Pausing for Self-Care. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Pausing for Self-Care with Leila Take. Each week, I'm going to bring a tip for you to take a break and practice some self-care. As springs come to our doors, we tend to look for outdoor opportunities to spend time with our family and friends. Places with a beautiful landscape, cliffs, shining waters always sound inviting and interesting. Thinking about that, I selected a tip near Toronto where you can find towering cliffs, clear water, and even some caves. This place is called Rockwood Conservation Area and it is located about an hour from Toronto, an ideal place for a day trip. It is open all year round and offers many natural wonders for you to enjoy. Visitors can find high cliffs and over 200 glacial caves with stalactites, columns and flowstones. Caves are great places to explore. They were not open to the public between October 16 and March 21st due to bad hibernation, but now you can add it to your things-to-do list. There are two hiking trails where you can experience some cliffs, 
boardwalks, and wetlands. Visitors can also have a picnic. The place offers some tables throughout the area. If you're planning to add some padding to your day, you can bring your own boat or rent one on site. That will be a great way for you to go around islands and cliffs and add an additional experience to your day. Another great place to visit is the Harris Mills Ruins. However, the ruins are currently closed, so keep an eye out for their opening date. When the weather gets warmer, you can add a trip to the sandy beach on the reservoir and enjoy a swim. Maybe you think it's too much for a single day. No problem at all, you can book a campsite and enjoy the area for longer. The price is $7.08 per adult and the conservation area is located at 161 Fall Street South, Rockwood, Ontario. And this is all for today. I will be back next week for some more tips for you to take a break and pause for self-care. This is Leila Take from CJRU 1280AM in Toronto. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Leila. And before we wrap up our show for today, let's take a look at the weather for Toronto. This Tuesday, the city will see sunny skies with a high of 24 degrees and a low of 10. Well, Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJRU, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Mariana Schwitzer. Thanks for listening.